What is up everybody? Welcome to this week's episode. I know I sound kind of weird right now. I'm using my straight up computer speakers. Um, my wife and I are in Galveston, Texas. Um, tomorrow we leave out for a honeymoon cruise. We spent all day traveling. My wife's been up since 4. I've been up since like 6 or 7. Um, so we're exhausted. Uh, so I didn't do a whole lot of editing on this one. And we might be out for a week or two. Because um, we're obviously on our cruise for a whole week. And the guys are deep sea fishing this weekend. So I'll catch you later and enjoy the episode. Peace. Welcome hey, to this me. week's episode of Sports and Comedy. With Cody Cooper, Greg Davis, and me, Connor Crawford. How are you guys Wait, doing how, today? How come the uh, the order changed? How come uh, Cody's second now? <laughs> Cody was first that time. Yeah. I was last. <laughs> Save the best for last. <laughs> Can't make you guys happy. <laughs> no, nope. it's just going to be like siblings. Like, no, he got a bigger piece than me. <laughs> That's funny. Um, damn, yeah, dude. Our, I mean, we already had two fancy drafts, Cody, but ours is tonight, the OG one, the important one. Yeah. What's the one your, where uh... I don't make any money whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited for fantasy season. It's going to be a weird one, though. I mean, we, we got COVID still in the mix. All the main running backs usually get or have a weird – everyone has a weird question mark with them. I mean, I'm sure most of them will be great again, but, you know, McCaffrey oh. was hurt. Kamara didn't have Breeze. Barkley's coming off an injury. Elliot's been weird for the last few years. Henry has Julio now. It's, it's like everybody has a an asterisk. Like this might be great still, or it might have a weird effect on them. Oh, I you think know? it's good. And uh, I mean, a lot of t- uh, top guys that were people that we were expecting to take a big step have got her. I mean, J.K. Dobbins just tore his ACL yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we expect they expected to take over that lead back position yeah. with Baltimore, and especially with Baltimore, I mean, fuck, that could go huge. Uh, but yeah. you know, it's uh, that's why that's why we wait till the last week before we start drafting these fantasy yes, drafts because it yes, uh, it we don't want anybody grabbing some some guy. Then all of a sudden, it's just mm. you're you're out a fucking top pick yeah, there. So that sucks. I mean, I. I mean, I heard people online going, why are they even playing that last game? They always, people always play, stars always play like a quarter usually in that last game. It's, you're it's like your in, dress rehearsal. Yeah. Like that's that. I never had, I didn't have a problem with them playing him. If they were playing him to try to chase that stupid preseason win record, then I have a problem with it. But I don't think that's what they were doing. Do you I think, think Harbaugh is that dumb to go ahead and try and chase fuck. No, I don't. <laughs> they, they had Huntley out there lighting it the fuck up. <laughs> they were they did not care about that record. I didn't think so. I mean, and pe- just... people say, why do you play that last game? Well, they just cut down the preseason from like four games to three for most people, right? Yeah, except, except for the, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah, except for the Hall of Fame game. So, like, they literally cut out that last game and then teams are still playing players in the new last game. Like they're going to play those play. Even yeah. if you only have one or two games, you're going to play your starters in the last Definitely. available game. To Definitely. Yeah. You basically have to, I mean, like Greg said, it's a dress rehearsal. I mean that I, I thought that was why there were so many injuries week one, two and three last year. Cause there was no, there wasn't that ramp up period for the preseason. Well, yeah, there's you know? a difference between being in shape and being in football shape like if you're not able to uh be able to take a hit and to be in that kind of stuff because i mean basically these guys in the off season they're training just to get bigger stronger and faster they're not training to be better football players so that's where you tend to have those injuries when they're not able to quite get into that sprinting and stopping cutting taking a hit kind of shape for sure it's it's similar to what you said about Jawan james how that type of injury told you that he was mostly not doing much during that time off, he was sitting on his ass mostly, probably, or yeah. not keeping himself in the shape he could have been. Yeah, he, he probably was doing like, you know, probably a lot of strength stuff, which, you know, yeah. gets you tight, gets you, because, you know, you have to, mm-hmm. you you played football, you, I played contact sports, you have to be able to have the flexibility yeah. and the, uh, you can't be tight or else you're going to yeah. just end up getting hurt. You're going to get beat the fuck exactly. up. Exactly. There's like a sweet spot between strength and flexibility that you got to hit. You can't be like, and then there's Aaron Donald that just benches 500 pounds exactly well i was gonna say like people like daryl daryl is so strong but he he's so muscular in a way that he couldn't 
move fluidly enough to be able to really like you know run yeah. and, and and tackle Wrestle, and, do and anything <laughs> it's just you know sometimes it can be a hindrance yeah you, know? you take it a little too far yes my brother the other that reminds me my brother the other day texted me he goes hey i, I got a, a trainer at the ymca i'm like oh cool man you're gonna get swollen he goes yeah i'm like do do a cycle i won't tell nobody <laughs> i told him i was like go to gnc ask that guy what he takes when you walk through over to the aisle say hey man I'm not a cop. What do you really take? <laughs> Obviously, I was joking with him. I told him, please don't do that because you already just, have. Just a, just a little bit of test. <laughs> yeah, just, just, a, just, just a, a pinch. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. Uh, there's uh, actually in my gym out here, there's signs on the walls uh, telling you about the dangers of steroid use. Really? Huh. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. I mean, for you, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that makes sense. You know, with the whole Venice Gold's Gym era starting there. You know, I mean, what Muscle I have, Beach? Yeah, I just imagine it must be a huge culture there. Uh, you know, the, of, the fucking bodybuilders and everything. Yes, yeah, yeah. definitely. Hey, stop. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely uh fucking crazy to people taking those fucking cycles. I know. But uh, uh Connor. We got uh, the Broncos game yesterday. Oh, dude. It's, you know, we basically all called it as soon as they if they, they picked Teddy because he's safe, and that's exactly what it is. And, and if we can, you know, do 15-whatever plays down a, down a drive every drive, then great. But we, we can't do that. Unsustainable. Brady it's unsustainable. Absolute, absolutely, man. I mean, once in a while, chewing that clock's a great idea, but – being able to consistently do that's a whole nother thing. I mean, we and have a pretty good run. Hit a strike. Yeah, like it, we have to have that big play, you know, threat. We we can't just if we if we just run the ball and dink and dunk it down the whole time, then they're just going to stack the box against us and force Teddy to throw the ball, and we're not going to win that way. We, at least with someone like Drew Locke, who you know, like I said earlier, he did not play well yesterday, so. Not like he's the answer here, but at least with Drew Locke, I mean, you have that. There was a threat, threat. of the long ball. Yeah, you have that threat of the long ball and the threat of, you know, a mobile quarterback. So you can't quite stack the box like you can against someone like Teddy. We'll see what happens, man. Cody I was mean, very unimpressed with it. Yeah, I didn't even get a chance to watch the whole game. That's why I was watching the highlights <laughs> when you opt in. But I made it through the first half. Man. And, uh, yeah, you sounded I, angry in those texts. I was, I was angry. You know, I was having a good old alcohol-free day over Dylan on the Friday. And that first half made me really consider, could I go without drinking for a day? Because that, it was just miserable to watch. I it's mean, good. Oh, go ahead. The problem with the Broncos is like, so you watch the way that they've drafted the past few years. They've built a roster of skill position players that are meant to be vertical threats mm-hmm. every one of their receivers is a fucking vertical threat yeah. including their tight ends yes and then you get a guy like teddy bridgewater who maybe can make a 20 yard pass on occasion and you've got fucking burners on this team yeah dudes that go deep that can contest on balls that can run crisp routes why the fuck are you drafting like that if you're going to bring a guy like Teddy in? That's yeah. just, you know, it, it's commit to one way or the other. If you're going to fucking dink and dunk, get a bunch of five foot eleven white dudes who are going to fucking cut quick routes across the field. Don't get Cortland Sutton. It, it shows. Yeah. It shows a lack of direction with the Broncos and how they, how they're building their team. I mean, like his, you know, it's like. Uh, I heard uh, Mark Schlereth talking about this. It's like, okay, you're drafting this guy because he's supposed to fit this kind of scheme, but then you don't commit to that kind of scheme, so you're yeah. just setting him up to fucking fail. Yeah. Happened with Demarcus Walker. Demarcus Walker was a very good outside linebacker kind of, but then we drafted him, and then we were like, okay, put on 50 pounds and play D end. Yeah, and then he and then he struggled. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and we and people around here acted like he was a bust or something and it's maybe, but you know, definitely make, no, making someone in more of his natural position. The guy produced. Yeah, he did better. He, he never did quite become the name I thought he would be, but that was in that time or every year we're like, Hey, there's another pass rusher. Let's draft him. 
<laughs> Every year, man, Shaq Barrett, Bradley Chubb, we had Vaughn already. I mean, Derek Wolf before that, we just kept going nonstop, and then we don't re-sign people once their contract is up for whatever reason. So that's the damning part is a lot of, like, the, the one of the key indicators of drafting well is how many times your guys get a second contract. Yes. And so I believe uh, between uh, with Elway's drafts, our first round picks, only Garrett Bowles, who did it in his fifth year. Yeah, barely. Uh, and Vaughn Miller are the only first round picks that have signed a second contract. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because um, Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Shane Ray. Oh, man, Shane Ray. Uh, I forgot about Shane Ray. Yeah, uh, didn't get it. he's not even in the league. Was Monte anymore. Ball a first round pick or a second? Yes, he pick? was. Damn, that was a bad pick. Yeah, we <laughs> and even the guys you know that aren't first round picks that deserve a second contract, like Derek Wolf. I mean, he wasn't that expensive to keep around. We gave and, him a second contract. He got a second contract. Oh, that's true. We just didn't give him that third one. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah, or uh, Malik Jackson. Yeah, CJ Anderson. Yep. Well, C.J. Anderson was like a six, six yeah. round pick. And I, I, I never understood. He was such a work, workhorse back that I mean, he won the game in the snow for us against Tom Brady. I mean, that's worth keeping somebody around for. Nah, just fuck him. He's terrible. <laughs> no. Get that bum out of here. I really like C.J. Anderson. I have his salute to service jersey in my fuck closet. Yeah. yeah, the black one with the camo numbers. Yeah, that they'll never play on the field. <laughs> no, not again. <laughs> they're a little, uh, a little upset at the nfl right now <laughs> so now that no, i mean the last preseason games are being played today yeah. uh, looking at everybody who's uh I mean, this is just i this is going in dry we, uh, okay. i don't have one either who surprised you and looks better than you thought they would hmm. and who looks worse and you're like holy shit that team's not going to be good well, the Eagles, to me, look like a dumpster fire. Um, the Jets aren't as bad as they were last year. Zach Wilson yeah. may not be a bust. Uh, I, I'm think, not gonna... I think Zach Wilson's played very well. Yeah, so, I mean, to me, that's been the biggest surprise to me is, was Zach Wilson because I just – I we, we all, we all kind of thought he was going to be a bust. At least I did, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the Eagles, I didn't expect them to be great. No one did. But I expected them to take a little bit of a step forward. And they, they signed – the backup in Jacksonville and somehow got better. You know what I mean? Yeah, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I mean, I'd almost rather start Gardner Minshew definitely over Joe Flacco. But, I mean, Jalen Hurts, I haven't seen enough of him really to make a honest opinion on him other than what I saw in college, but that's not – you can't really go by that. Um, but, yeah, that'd be my two biggest surprises. Yeah, Um What's uh, surprised me is uh, the Jets definitely are not looking as bad as I thought they would. Mm-hmm. But one thing, one my team that I think is going to be just abs- like going to because the, there w- there was no question about their defense or but it was definitely their offense. But the Washington football team, yes, I think uh, that defense looks absolutely fucking scary. Ooh. Uh, well, speaking of them, do you think so? Between do you think they'll win the division over Dallas? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I I can see that. I, Fitz Fitz Magic. That's true. Yeah, I mean, magic, he can man. win. He can win you a game, or uh, they can go back to that uh, Taylor Hankey. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Fitz Magic. He definitely won't. He definitely won't lose you games, especially with that good. Defense, oh, he will lose man. you games sometimes. Some, I guess, they not as often. More, he's going to win you more than he loses. That's what I think. Um, especially with, with that, that defense. De- yeah, that defense. I mean, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, John Allen. Like that, just that front alone is yeah. so goddamn scary. I mean, yeah, having in today's NFL, having a solid pass rush makes up for so much, so much on your team. I mean, if, if the quarterback doesn't have enough time to wait for a route to develop, your your corners have an easier time, your linebackers, everybody has an easier time. That's how the Broncos did it. Exactly. I mean, just they call them uh, coverage sacks for a reason, and they call them, you know, you know I know that's not the same thing, but you know what i mean i just yeah 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 they they don't uh, the the amount of time that that the clock in that quarterback's forehead uh, has to be 
faster when there's a better pass rush. Yes, yes. get rid of the ball faster. It's process faster. Is to, <laughs> and when you're starting to, and once you start, that gets amped up, and especially mm-hmm. after he starts taking hits. Yes, it starts getting faster. Yes, and he well, starts, and then they're just thinking like, oh fuck, I got to get rid of it because all of a sudden I feel somebody on my yes. back all the fucking time. And, and enough pressure will cause the quarterback to not look downfield and just kind of look around him, all scared, and then miss shit downfield. So. Yeah, they're, mean, they're not looking downfield, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're they're looking for their uh, dump off immediately, and it's mm-hmm. uh it's a shitload easier for a, a DB if you have to guard a guy three seconds as opposed to five seconds. Hundred percent. What? Who's disappointed you? Who's disappointed me? Um, Other than the Broncos. Yeah, um, I would have to say for disappointments. I mean, I would. Dallas just because of the depth that yeah. they have like they're one injury away from being worse than last year yeah uh and who was the other team uh Jacksonville to be honest like because okay. Jacksonville has surprised me with how inept they are I agree because I, I, I thought at least with because I mean like Trevor Lawrence is obviously an upgrade from what they've had yeah uh but I didn't think that their offense would just look that terrible 100 percent. did you happen to hear brady quinn on pat mcafee last week uh, no i didn't so they were talking about this whole urban meyer um jacksonville situation and they brought up tebow and i sort of agree with this let me know what you think so you have extra roster spots this year you bring in a quarterback an ex-quarterback to play tight end i get that he sucked i'm not arguing that he did not suck but if you're going to give a guy a chance to play tight end why cut him after one game? Like, give him a chance to, like, learn from those mistakes. If you're going to – like, I'm just saying – Because he's if, 35 if years old. I agree, but, like, if you're giving him a chance, give him a chance. Giving him a chance. They're using him to create hype for the team and sell jerseys. That's yeah, all but, it ever was. It was but, never – dude, Shad Khan's a fucking circus operator. Yeah. For sure. That's what I'm not, he does. I'm not saying he's a good good tight end by any means. I'm just saying I don't know if we really got the an honest, complete look at him. Yes, he sucked. I'm just saying. I got that look get, 10 years ago, bro. Yes, I know. Hey, I know. I mean, believe me, I saw it firsthand. He was horrible. I'm just saying, if you're bringing a guy in like that to make, to, you know, have a shot, I just don't know if he really you got know what? the full shot. Josh Rosen, I think, just never really had a chance. You know, he's <laughs> been on four different teams with how many different head coaches. Maybe he, maybe it's just the hit or maybe. He just sucks, and he's not a good NFL player. Michael Jordan should have gotten at least five more seasons to try to make the pros in baseball. I think well, he should have. It's not because of his name that he was hired there. No, not at all. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm just – I'm not – like like I said, I'm not saying he deserves <clears throat> to be on the team. I'm just curious if he really got the shot. No, he didn't get a shot, he, but he was never going to get that shot. Yeah. That, that, was, that was purely a, a way to boost media is, and hype around that team. What is – Tebow's hometown. Flo- uh, I'm somewhere in Florida. I don't know where. Jacksonville. Is it Jacksonville? Okay. Yeah, where, where is he a fucking legend? True. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Basically only, all Florida. Only, yeah, only <laughs> Florida. Like only that. Yeah, but you don't see the Miami them. Dolphins going out and fucking signing him. Good point. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars would have signed him if it wasn't for Urban Meyer. You no, know, absolutely. It's 100% and, bringing that connection back. And, you know, him. I think it was – I forget which one of you guys said this when they first did that signing, but, you know, him – we were worried about him running that team like a college team. Getting rid of Tebow that early does kind of show that he's not playing that – I mean, not as much as we thought. He's not going to, you know, run it exactly like some, you know, crazy college team. At least he's trying to be a pro That's style team. That's not trying. That's uh, that's the base level. I think you're yeah, like, base level, but I mean, it's more than I expected out of him. I, I, yeah, I expected I, him I, to I keep Tebow. And I mean, if we're gonna go ahead and say that he, oh man, he's not signing Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and hey, uh, he's Brock really Lesnar treating this like a, that terrible. <laughs> he just no, I just. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like you know, any other coach would have made that call, and I think it's good to see Urban Meyer. Make that call, especially on someone that he has well, to close. Does, yeah, if he doesn't, you have to fire him. Would ever yeah. have that? Do you think no. uh, John Harb or Jim Harbaugh would ever have that? Do you think Mike Tomlin would ever nah, have that shit? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. But you know, they're legitimate. Pete, Pete Carroll. 
let's say yeah, that. Pete Carroll, Chip gimmick, Kelly, people like that would do that. <laughs> no, Pete Carroll would not have signed Tebow. Ever. You don't think he would have ever? Ever. Okay. I yeah, Pete, I mean, if Pete Carroll holds, or if uh, Tebow like knows some more about Pete Carroll cheating, threatens to release it 100%. Yeah, you know, you guys are, I think you're probably right. My disappointment and happy because fuck you guys and fuck Tebow. We just got on a, on a rant. Sorry. Yeah, I, it's good. <laughs> it's good. I hate Tebow um, just because I think he's literally a, a fucking clown in a circus. No other reason he's done nothing to deserve it, but. That's fair. Um, as far as the one that surprised me out here, I really like the way the Saints looked in the preseason post breeze. Okay. I I I don't think they're going to be like a conference championship level, but I think they're at least going to push for like divisional. I mean, you, I mean, you, they're going to be a wild card because of you know because of Tampa Bay in this scenario, but yeah. they should be divisional level. Yeah. And I I I just make a wild that, card. Yeah. I was just surprised that it's been not seamless, but a way better transition than you could think to ask yeah. for when you go from like the model of consistency for 10 plus years. Yeah, that's a good point. Like I mean, you, I'll, your I'll, Hall of Fame quarterback retires. Yeah, you know, and a lot of still look competitive. 100%. I mean, a lot of people keep talking about what they lost. Obviously, they lost the Hall of Famer, but they did gain the, the long ball back with Jameis Winston. They mm-hmm. didn't have that last year. I mean, he looked good. He did look he good. Fucking good. I mean, LASIK, I, maybe LASIK really did help him that much. Who knows? I, I, and I think LASIK maybe getting away from uh, from uh, Arians. Yeah, Bruce Arians' system, where it is a high risk, high reward kind of mm-hmm. throws, but going to Sean Payton because Sean Payton builds the offense around the players he has. Yes, he finds out what they're good at and puts them in situations that they're able to succeed. Mm-hmm. That's so, why Taysom Hill even has a shot to play quarterback. Yeah. Taysom Hill's uh, he does not deserve to be a starting quarterback. I know, I, I no, but he at least has the potential. In any other system, that dude's fucking riding pine number three, uh-huh. not doing shit. Or he doesn't. Or he's playing receiver or tight yeah. end and doesn't have a say in it. Yeah, he's a special teamer only. He doesn't have the gadget shit. He has nothing like that coming mm-hmm. through. Because Peyton finds a way to use those guys that he likes. I think mm-hmm. he. I think he likes Taysom Hill a little too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. It it fucking works. That guy. Yeah, he put him in for a gadget play. Win games. So I mean, like, love him or hate him, that dude puts up fucking points. Yeah. Those points win. And to your yeah. point, I mean, your gadget you don't, plays. You don't yeah. hear people asking like to trade for a Jason Hill or any yeah. of that. So clearly, no one they don't else see the use to, in it. Yeah. yeah, they don't. They don't. So. And so biggest disappointment of this preseason for me by far is the fucking Chargers, dude. They look like shit. And Herbert just, good? Justin Herbert is going to regress so hard this year. Oh, so I, I was worried I couldn't, I couldn't put it together. While I was like, man, this offense just looks fucking fragmented. Like, you, they, I think they won two of their preseason games, but it was not fun to watch. Um, it's because they have fucking Joe Lombardi as their offensive coordinator. And I thought teams would have learned by now. Do not hire Joe Lombardi. He will ruin quarterbacks for you. He's like yeah. the anti-quarterback whisperer. Uh, like he takes whatever you excel at in your game and makes you suck. Uh, they lost 27 to 0 yesterday. Yeah. Geno yeah. Smith lit them up for 90 yards, <laughs> 11 for 15. Then Sean Mannion, 13 of 15, 77 yards and a touchdown, 113.8 QBR. Yeah, I, I think you can see a big regression from the chargers this year yeah. and unfortunately herbert as well maybe not because the kid's talented the offensive line's looking better I, i'm just worried about the scheme for that guy mm-hmm. i mean it, it's just not gonna work well i because i watched a little bit of last night and that's where i started getting disappointed i was like Fuck, this is this is not this is not good herbert that hasn't sucks. played no i know he hasn't played but i'm watching their offensive scheme that they're operating Yeah, they're not fucking putting Herbert out there in the preseason. And so maybe Herbert comes out and the scheme really works with him. I just – I find that Joe Lombardi doesn't work well with quarterbacks. And that that, the offense just – it was tough to watch. Their backup, backup? Chase Daniel. Oh, damn, he's still in the league. That dude – Chase Daniel and Easton Stick. Yeah, and here's the worst part. So they just signed Chase Daniel. There's a genuine shot that Chase Daniel may not be their backup quarterback going in this year. Easton Stick might beat him out for that job. Damn. 
<clears throat> so I still think Chase Daniel it, has it made. I'd love to have that challenge. Oh, <laughs> dude, he's city to city being back up. <laughs> he's an all-time legend. And then yeah. just a footnote of one last thing from this preseason. Brian Dabble is going to be a fucking head coach next year, and Ken Dorsey is going to be an OC because what they've done with that Bills quarterback room is just insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden Mitch Trubisky looks like a fucking – like he did yeah. when he won his Pro Bowl. And you, mean, have Jake, you have Jake Fromm not looking like total shit there. You're like, okay, well, there's I mean, something don't let in the say water racist here. Things. Just keep the guns away from him. You're good. You think if uh, Jacksonville would have hired him instead of Meyer and he would have drafted Lawrence, you think Lawrence would have a better career? I mean, yeah. 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 Me, personally, I, I, I don't know what Dabble's going to look like as a head coach. I don't know how the hell he hasn't been hired as one yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, he's the, killing it as an OC. Yeah. The step that Josh Allen made alone in the, what, two or three years before his last year was incredible i mean that, that guy came in his biggest question mark was accuracy and he's totally fixed that and hardly ever do you see that accuracy is one of those things that usually you have it or you don't but somehow josh allen was able to cultivate it well i think a lot of that has to do with the bills organization because the bills organization well uh, okay i got I get, this is a little two-parter so Josh Allen was able to fix all those issues and everything because the Bills organization was going to sit by him and fucking cultivate that fucking talent and get and allow him the room to do that. Yes. Uh, you know, he had a pretty big leash, but on the same token, Josh Allen still showed that he was able to do that. He was able mm-hmm. to take the leap. He was in, even before that, you'd see the glimpses of the talent that was there and the yes. ability that was there. And he, even if he couldn't throw, he was still winning games. Mm-hmm. He absolutely was, you know, and not, I, not to say that he was un- inaccurate as a passer. He just, you know, that was really the it was only, footwork. it was, yeah, it was oh, really the only question mark people had about him. And the only reason I brought it up is because there aren't many examples of people fixing that. I mean, not fixing maybe isn't the right word, but making that big of an, an uh, a leap inaccuracy isn't like really 40 touchdowns last season yeah it just it, that giant much that bunch of a leap is just so unheard of so it just made me wonder you know if the person who is responsible for that you know probably is 50 50 josh allen and the coaching staff but if that coaching staff it can do it with mr bisky and i just i just wonder what they could have had if they had their reins on the you know hands on the reins of a team being able to draft their guy and develop them their way i mean you never know it could be something incredible Maybe the Broncos should fucking sign him so we could fix our fucking quarterback. Yeah, man. I think I'm you'd so be lucky to have him. We would. Because I, 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 this is my bold prediction, or it's not very bold, but I think Fangio is out of the job by the end of this year. Yeah, I say uh, we don't win at least, I was going to say eight games, but I don't feel like that's enough either. I mean, you got to win at least 10 games to stick around, 10 and seven at least. But you gotta be looking like you're gonna win ten games. You can't start out like two and five. Oh, if if yeah, if we stumble out of the gate, especially with against the Giants, the Jets, yes. the, like if we if we stumble and look like shit against them, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be a short fucking leash. Do you think they? Do you think Teddy will be on a short leash? Or do you think he's the guy? Absolutely. You think? I th- I I would agree. I just I think both of them are. Yeah, I. My when I when they first announced the starter of Teddy, my gut reaction was that most of the time when they don't when they don't name the younger guy the starter, usually his shot's done. But if you name the younger guy the starter, now you can. Well, it's like I told you the other week. It's easier. It's easier if Drew Locke starts, and then you have to go back on. You have to fall back to Teddy than it is to go from Teddy to fall back to Drew Locke. Yes, that was. I I was getting my tongue twisted, but that's what I was trying to get at. So, you're totally right. I mean, I'm just I'm frustrated with the Broncos. I mean, why draft quarterbacks if you're not going to use them? Is it because of Paxton Lynch? Did you are you just so scared because of what happened with Paxton Lynch that you're just Drew Locke is better than Paxton Lynch. Yeah, he, he can actually play quarterback. <laughs> he is. And, and and to the Josh Allen point, yeah, Josh Allen looked a lot better than Drew Locke has earlier in his career. But Josh Allen still did make that leap after a, a few years of experience. So, I mean, if you're going to draft a quarterback, especially in the first or second round, 
you almost have to just give them, give them a shot, give them a chance. I mean, it used to be that way. It used to be if you drafted someone that high, you always give them a shot just to see what you had for an extended period of time. I mean, not just. But I mean, Drew, how many season. times are we going to bring this up with Drew Locke that, hey, right. we need, we, he needs, he just needs more seasoning. He needs this. He needs that. He needs yeah. more to do. Like, it's no, at a it's certain optimistic. point, it's no, like, it, maybe it's not just that he needs another shot. Maybe he's just not the fucking guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which um, is okay to admit, but if that's yeah. the case, then you need to draft a fucking quarterback this last you, year. You draft Justin yeah. Fields. Justin, you draft Justin yeah. Fields or Mac Jones. I literally don't give a shit between no, either the one. two. Mac but Jones you, looks if, good. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. I don't care which one it is, but if you're going to sit there and you go, you know, maybe we, maybe there's no more time for him to marinate. It's fucking done. And this yes. guy's just not it. Well, then draft a fucking quarterback. Yeah. We had you, knew, you knew that before this season, if you weren't going to give him an honest shot, that he wasn't the guy. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I think you could almost argue up until this last game that Drew may have looked, may, if not better, as good as Teddy in most of those games. He looked as good with a higher upside. There, yeah, was, always, so, there was always a threat of something with him. Yeah, so it's just... Yeah, but yeah, I agree. Justin Fields at the time, if we would have drafted Mac Jones, I would have been upset. But now that seeing Mac Jones play in the NFL, he looks solid. Looks, I would have been totally happy with having him. He looks like a fucking starter. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I just, I don't get it. First, it was Josh Allen. Now it's Justin Fields or Mac Jones. I mean, they're we Justin keep Field, getting in these spots that there's perfect, and we just don't do to, it. To be fair, uh, Josh Allen had a lot more question marks about him. Than Justin Fields and okay. uh, Mac Jones, but I, I do get your point that all we we pass on these quarterbacks and we get, I mean, pr- good players. Mm-hmm. I mean, like what, you can't look at me and tell me that uh, Bradley Chubb isn't exactly. a good player, and Sutton. You can't look at me and tell me that Pat Sertain is yeah. not a good player, but it's 100%. not a position when you have the most important position in football and you don't have that guy. Why aren't we doing everything in our power not to do it? Especially when everyone says we're a quarterback away, you know? And, you know, the Bradley Chubb thing, we had Von Miller and Shaq Barrett at the time. For Sertan, we have a room full of cornerbacks. He's a great player. Might be our best cornerback. Who knows? But it's just, you know, we we don't – we need we need a quarterback. A quarterback that's, touches that's the, only... the ball on 100% of all yes. offensive plays. God, it's just frustrating, man. I just – what is it? Do they Did they not think – Fields or Mac Jones were ready or the guy, or did they really? Maybe I don't they... know how they could have looked at Justin Fields and not said that guy is not at least potential to be starting quarterback in the NFL. I agree. I mean, maybe they maybe they thought Drew Locke was ready. Maybe they were just like, all right, the, Drew Locke's looking good. He's going to win this job. And then eh, he, I don't think he really lost the job, but he didn't, I, I, I'll admit, he didn't solidify that he should be the starter. I mean, he didn't run away with the competition. No, so I mean, I, either way, I see how you can make the decision. But like Cody said, you know, same same uh, quality with a higher upside. I, I'll take that all day long. Do you think it's maybe because the Broncos and Broncos as an organization almost have too much hubris to believe that they they are they're the smartest person in the room. They know how we yeah. should be building a football team, and that. Hey, we picked Drew Locke three years ago. He's still the fucking answer. We we know that he's the answer, and that we're not going to look ourselves in the face and be like, "Hey, yeah, we fucked up." Oh, it's it's like the fucking Simpsons. Am I yeah. out of touch? No, no, no. It's the children who are wrong. The Broncos, <laughs> like, could it be me? No, yeah. no. It's all these shitty quarterbacks. They just don't try hard enough in yeah. our org. We're giving them these chances and these these illustrious fucking OCs and QB coaches. Ugh. Well, let's take a look at uh, last year in a microcosm, just just by that. So Drew Locke looked good his first four starts at the end of the season two years ago. He looked good. He, you know, it looked like a rookie, but, you know, it's to be expected. Yeah. He, he played well. We In that offseason, we went all into it. Yeah. We drafted Jerry Judy. We brought in Melvin Gordon. We uh, re-signed Garrett Bowles. We brought PJ in uh, uh, yeah. We brought in uh, uh, not Rag now. Uh, the Reisner? Glasgow. Glasgow. Oh, uh, brought in Glasgow. We have Reisner. We built like that. Signed Bowles. 
Yeah, like the whole we made that offense as much as we could, and he struggled. Yeah, he, he turned so the ball over every me, game. If, if you're telling me that he can't go in with a offense that is built yeah. to fucking help you, built to make fucking plays for you, you can't produce a fucking thing. Like that, okay? Like yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm probably being too optimistic about Drew Locke. You know, I mean, I he probably has had enough of a shot to know what we have in him. Yeah. I mean, if you build that offense, it just, you know, he's not the guy then Mm -hmm. like you have to fucking know either he's not the guy or you're not the guy. And you got to take a long fucking look in the mirror. And if it keeps, if you walk around all day and it smells like shit, eventually you got to check your shoe. Yeah. That's what the Broncos need to do. I think it's a lack of, I think it's Elway. I do think I, it's Elway, too. I, I don't think it's the lack of an owner because the lack of an owner, I mean, your owner's only going to have so much input into football operations unless he's Jera, like, but, basically. So, but also, there, there's a certain level of accountability that an owner brings. Yeah, like, that you, you would be accountable for the poor decisions you make. Yeah, that's but, fair. I mean, just as an org, you can't keep letting this guy make the decisions. Mm. And then, like... To, to bring in Patton and be like, yeah, he's the GM. I'm, I'm hands off on this shit. And then you have the opportunity between a top five cornerback and a, a top flight QB at the same time, right? And your GM, your former one, Elway has already come out and said that he loves Sertain. Mm-hmm. And then you pick Sertain and you go, is that Patton making that pick? Or is that Patton basically being told, you're going to be a fucking patsy for me and yeah. I'm going to pay you to do that? scapegoat for the bad decisions and take credit for the good ones if you want totally i i I agree i i just when that whole thing when they first announced that uh john la was stepping down i first saw like oh he's leaving the broncos cool but then you read into it it's like no he's still there they're just signing someone president of football operations yeah like nothing really changed you know it's just he's got uh, a new title on his desk yeah exactly and they're just paying someone new guy to sit there and make a few decisions here and there probably but i don't i agree i don't think that sertan pick was Patton. i i think it was i think it was la and i i don't get it man i lynch was never the the caliber of uh what is it you know prospect he was never the caliber of prospect that fields and mac jones were oh yeah a paxton lynch yeah he was never the that caliber um, and they, they, they trade him, they got him in the first round, but then, you know, when people fall in our laps that are much better at Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, we just pass him up because I think you're right that John Elway thinks he knows better than everyone. He thinks, Oh, I was quarterback. I won a few Super Bowls in nineties. So yeah, I know exactly what, what it takes to win in 2021. It, it's just it's sort of like what why John Gruden isn't doing well. He's doing this old school '90s Tampa Bay shit that he tried that he did back then with John Lynch and all those guys. You can't do that. It, you know what's I think is also damning on Elway besides the draft picks, besides you know not doing it, the only thing John Elway ever did great for the Broncos was bringing Peyton Manning. Yes, uh, but also like Shanahan. We could have had Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. That was and, that would have been a great, great. Would you rather Kyle Shanahan or Vic Fangio? Hundred percent, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Shanahan or uh, BJ? Do I have? I'd have Shanahan over anybody that we've had since. Uh, I'd have him over Kubiak probably, if I had to pick. If I had to say. Yeah, but I yeah, hated Kubiak's it's... offense. Yeah, well, I mean, Kubiak's offense is pretty close to Shanahan's, but <laughs> uh, but we we didn't. We didn't do that. And then, like, you look at what the 49ers, the 49ers have had some shit luck, but that team is still being built correctly. Yes. yes. Stellar okay. defense, good run game, and, you know, pretty solid wide receivers and a quarterback, especially if Trey Lance becomes what he can. I mean, they'll be stacked. Trey Lance looks good. Yeah, if Trey looks Lance good. becomes, you know, his full potential, they'll be a stacked team and a real, real team. Yeah, a real team to reckon with. That D-line is scary. I mean, yeah, uh, DeForest Buckner. Mm-hmm. No, DeForest Buckner's on the Colts now. Oh, he is now. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's been for past year. Oh, sure. Uh, but you still have, you know, uh, yeah. 
Bosa. You still have you still have uh, Fred Warner. You mm-hmm. still have like that defense is going to be good. And, yeah, man. And like, like how many running backs do they use? And they don't pay them shit. And That's then they crazy. put up like three three hundred yards rushing. Yeah. <laughs> Most of it gets like ten touches a game, and he breaks one for sixty yards. It's like they have all these fresh legs that are on the field at all times. It's crazy. It's just rotation and rotation yeah. is fucking. But I think it's just. As much as it hurts and as much as he's done for this franchise, I think that they need just to get rid of fucking John Owen. Just get rid yeah. of Yeah. You know what will suck, though? If – I don't think it's going to happen, but if next year uh, Rodgers does come here, they're just going to give all that credit to Elway and he'll be here for another 10 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it, well, obviously, I would love it if he came here, but do we deserve him? <laughs> it's going to make us look bad. <laughs> How much are we gonna have to give up for that? I mean, it's True. just like, yeah, you make two good decisions in yeah. fifteen years. You, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like we have a so, team built to be good for ten years if we have a good quarterback. But um, if you drafted a young rookie exactly. quarterback, exactly. But I mean, how long do you? If we get if we get Aaron Rodgers next year, realistically, we probably have at most two three or three. four years, two, two or three. three. I mean, that's he's, possible. He's almost forty. Yeah, I mean. I doubt he's going to be playing as good and as long as Brady is and will. Brady's an anomaly. Exactly. So, what is, I think, what is, uh, I think he's 37, 38, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, I could maybe see, maybe see him getting to 41. That's fair, two or three years. But if we give up our young talent that we have built for the future to a team that has a young quarterback in Jordan Love, then we're just shooting ourselves if, in the foot in five yeah, years. Yeah, if we have to trade two firsts and Jerry Judy for it, is it worth <sighs> it to get no, Aaron Rodgers? It's not. I, you're, it. saying, you're saying two firsts and Jerry Judy isn't not worth the Super Bowl? Not Judy. I give up Patrick. Not leveraging our fucking future for it. No. I give up Tim Patrick so, or Sutton, but not you, Judy. You're going to leverage maybe a Super Bowl in five years for one where, like, you should be in the fucking Super Bowl that year. Yeah, but I mean, but I don't, I don't believe that the Broncos, because we're going to be, we we can't build back up to that again. There's, true. there's no way that that's not how good teams are run. How many, how many uh, Super Bowls have the Rams won with McVeigh and how uh, aggressive their front office has been? Zero. They made one. Yeah, and they're still without a quarterback because guess what? They don't have a first round pick ever. Yeah, and because so they we, don't value those first round picks as first rounders because they're picking in that 28 to 31 range every year. So that's yeah. a second rounder to them. Why do they give a shit? Because your second, first and second rounders are where you build your team. Yeah, they've already built their team. They got fucking Jalen Ramsey, Matt mm-hmm. Stafford. I mean, they're, they're saying basically, fuck the potential talent. I'm taking the guaranteed shit that I already saw come out. I'll pay, I'll pay the extra amount for a known quantity, a known entity here. Because other teams are like, I drafted this first rounder. Well, how'd that work out for the fucking Titans with Isaiah Wilson? Was was that right. worthwhile? No. You let someone else marinate that player, get him up, and then fuck it. You overpay a little bit, but at least you're getting a guarantee. That's fair, but I mean, like with the Broncos and the whole Peyton Manning philosophically, deal, I don't believe in it. Well, yeah, but I kind of agree with you, Greg, because, you know, just – I did feel that way until the Broncos went all out, got Peyton, got DeMarcus, got all those guys. And we won some won a Super Bowl, and then we were out of the Super Bowl, out of the playoffs ever since. Oh, I just, immediately. I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, build up slowly and then ha- be able to stay there with our young yeah. talent that's, you know, in their prime, ready to go. Uh, yeah, it's going to be – it's going to take longer. It'll be tougher. But I just feel like if you give away all your – not all, but, you know, a good portion of the reason that – Aaron Rodgers would want to come here then. And if you don't win the Super Bowl, then, then what? I mean, yeah. In the same boat in three years. I mean, the thing is you go out and make an effort and I'm playing devil's advocate here as far as going either way. Because the the thing is the vast majority of teams, the problem is everyone's looking at this through the Patriots lens of you build up this core, you build up your players that you have there. You sign a few in the off season and you have this maintained success. No one else fucking does that. You go in, you have a two to three year window and gap for the Super Bowl, and then a bunch of your players get poached for way above what you can pay them and you go through. So the Steelers, Steelers, for sure. The Ravens, recent history, meh. uh, They drafted uh, 
Lamar. They, I mean, yeah. like you, and, you can't look at me and say that the Ravens haven't built up that culture and built up exactly they what they want to. Yeah, and so this is what I was going to go success. to is yeah, and this is what I was going to go to beyond that though is with those exceptions there. You know why they're exceptions? Because their organization can actually develop those first and second round picks. And so you have to really have confidence in who not only your team is picking, but how they go through and develop them. And the Broncos haven't shown – it's been a little better in recent history, but they haven't shown a track record in the past decade of being able to develop these early-round players and keep them around for a long time. And so how much do you trust them to do that? Maybe maybe with someone else you do, but, like, currently, I don't know if I trust them. I want to. Here's what my – because uh, yes, I do get that they're not being able to develop them, and it's because of one thing: their draft philosophy in the past few years. They used to draft, uh, especially in the second and third rounds, they draft athletes. They want to draft football players. Yeah. Like you, you can take a football player, and you he can cover up a lot of his athletic uh, shortcomings. Uh, if you draft an athlete that just doesn't know how to play football, he's in, you don't cultivate that and teach him, or sometimes they just will never fucking learn. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't make sense. That's why they ended up drafting uh, uh, Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton didn't blow your fucking blow up the combine or anything, but he's a good football player. Yeah. Jerry Judy is not the fastest guy. He's one of the quickest and one of the best route runners. He's a great football player. Mm-hmm. Eric Bowles, is the exception because we drafted an athlete thinking like, oh, he has all these attributes and it took until year four to figure out that he fucking had any talent. Yeah. When the fire was under his ass that he was going to get basically cut if he didn't. Yeah. You know, so you're right. They really don't have a good track record of developing. So, I mean, well, how much Lynch of that hasn't developed anywhere? No. How much of that is, you know, our just drafting the wrong players? How much of it is not having a set culture with a you know gm that knows its role john elway out of here and a and a um like you said a owner that holds you accountable i wonder how much that would fix things obviously the owner Brittany boland or whatever isn't going to be developing players but at but, least there's that accountability yeah I mean, like uh I'll, I'll i'll make a cross sports analogy for it uh well, I mean, so just think about like John, John Elway is analogous to what I'm trying to say. So uh, okay. with the, uh, the Bob, or is it Charlotte Bobcats or are they the Hornets again? They're the Hornets now. Okay. But uh, so Michael Jordan's the owner of that franchise. Do you think a lot of people, when, when Michael Jordan wants to draft a player, he's going to stand up to Michael Jordan and go like, no, he's not the fucking guy to take. That's True. not the dude. And they, and then there's like no account like that's how John Elway is running the Broncos where he's like he chooses the guy and nobody's going to sit there and go like are you fucking out of your mind Justin yeah. Fields is right here we could have drafted him and but he goes no I love Sertan yeah I and another part with John Elway doing it why he habitually finds no quarterbacks in the thing is he doesn't know the quarterback position no. Because no, well, this is how when he was a player, what players was he looking at? He was scouting defense. He oh. was scouting how defensive players do, what their tendencies mm. are. He knows how to look for defensive players because that's what he did throughout his entire career. He wasn't scouting other quarterbacks. He was point. working on his own craft as a quarterback. So he has no fucking clue how to draft a quarterback because he doesn't know what attributes will translate yeah, or how to develop clue. one. That, yeah. That's a very good point. Um, I didn't think of that. Yeah. I mean, you spend your Look whole at- time in your career watching defensive film. You never really say, Oh, we're facing John, Joe Montana this week. Let's see what he does. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah. yeah he, he doesn't, he, he can't break down the minutiae. Like he can do it to himself. I'm, I'm sure he's had yeah. to do, break down his own film, figure out what he's doing, but he has not had to scout a, quarterback for his tendencies yeah. and how to play quarterback he can't so watch that's film. why you can't do it yeah he can't watch film a quarterback and he'll dissect the defense but he, he can't watch the quarterback and see if he's making the right decisions or not yeah. which seems odd but i think you're right i mean i think it's almost like you know if you had to teach someone how to walk you know it's second nature to you but how do you explain it to someone else mm-hmm. you know what i mean absolutely like, yeah. it's sort of like a, yeah 
but but when he can see in a defense, especially in like secondary or something, he can see he can look and see like okay, this guy does this very well, and that's what I'm, like so he does okay. certain stuff well. So that's think, why he's that's why his track record with defensive players is actually pretty yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. Man that's a good drafts point. fantastically for defense. I mean, really, why don't all his quarterbacks just become the best uh, quarterback prospect of their generation like him? Like it's just so simple. Go in. Yeah. Be literally the biggest and most talented quarterback <laughs> of your class, the best you've seen in 10 years. And then, I mean, just go out there and perform. Fuck yeah. it, chuck it, football, baby. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think, I think that's why the Peyton Manning and the Aaron Rodgers thing are such a big deal because that's what LA wants. He just wants another one of him in town. He does not I, want a young guy to develop. I grew up as a Broncos and a Lions fan. And all I got to say here is I feel like y'all are spoiled with the Super Bowls you had. Because <laughs> if someone told me, someone tells me right now, you're trading three first-round talents. No guarantee you win the Super Bowl, but, like, you're making the playoffs with that. And, like, you're instantly, let's say, even a top-five Super Bowl contender, fucking heartbeat. I'm taking it. You know what? Take a fourth. Take a fourth first-round talent. I don't give a shit. I get that one and done. Fuck it. At least we get one. We can yeah. be the joke. But, but see, here's point. the thing with the Broncos, though. For years, we did not have consecutive losing seasons mm-hmm. up until this last five years. Yeah. We were it's, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's tough and it's frustrating because you're like, you're like, you get to the point where you're like, yeah, we won our Super Bowls. Yeah. Man, I just don't want to blow my brains out every Sunday oh. watching this. Like, even if we're not the best, I just want to watch a competitive team year in, year out. Mm-hmm. And then we work to the Super Bowl. See, me? Yeah. I've had to watch fucking misery. I'll take yeah. a one and done. You There's saw no John Kidna. Yeah, you saw a winless team. You're gonna deal with Dan Orlovsky and all that. Oh shit too. man, brutal. Dan, oh, dude, man. people are starting to do uh, the you know the Browns jerseys where they have the quarterback and then they just scratch out the name and then they put. Otherwise, oh yeah. Nobody just posts that on the Broncos Reddit where they're starting to do that from since Peyton Manning. Oh man, <laughs> that's brutal. I hope, man, if we turn to the Browns, I'm gonna be so upset. You're not going to turn into the Browns. So someone will step in before it gets that in <laughs> 20 years of 35 different quarterbacks or whatever. Yeah, and and play, players still want to play in Denver. There's still the heritage yeah. and prestige with that organization that draws players in. True. And the Broncos, like the Broncos are the old, like the biggest ticket in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and, could be losing every, like almost every game in a season. I mean, we have been. It, they still outsell the Nuggets, yep. the Avalanche, the Rapids, everything. They outsell them all. It's basically always sold out at the home games. I mean, and there's no shows, but they're always years. almost sold. Yeah, and you got a shit ton of fucking legal weed, dude. Some of that yeah. good, good shit with a low testing window. Exactly. I mean, it, it seems odd that we haven't been able to get more guys here. Maybe we just don't go after them hard enough. Uh, well, I mean, like if you're – Guy, do you want to move to Denver, or you're a professional athlete? Do you want to move to Los Angeles? Yeah, like Stafford. That's a good point. <laughs> Go to Miami. Go to I'm fucking like, New- yeah. That's a good point for New sure. They I mean, missed me with New York, but like L.A., Miami. Yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm choosing those over Denver. I, I still put Denver though in like it's one of those up like there. top five. Yeah, it's still in a top five to top ten like city. Like yeah. someone's like, you want to go to. Minneapolis or Denver, like oh, fuck no. Minneapolis, like dude. Wisconsin, Green Bay, yeah. fuck that, dude. No, <laughs> like all the dude, cheese it, that's you want Rod- for life. Did Rogers actually shaded that he was like, "Yeah, well, it's not a, it's <laughs> not a destination. Nobody wants to go to fucking Green Bay." <laughs> True though, I mean, I love how honest he's being this whole time, dude. It's like after twenty years, fucking do it. He basically, I mean, Peyton basically was the GM of the Broncos when he was here. Yeah. He he was. And he told people there were there are multiple stories. Pat McAfee told him told on us on his on his uh, podcast. He's like, you know, if 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 Peyton didn't like a player on the field, he would say, "Get this guy out of here on the field." And that dude was gone. Man, it's like a straight fucking mob boss in Denver. Yeah. He's like, "Get rid, go swimming with the fishies, fucking out of here." Yeah, well, it, it explains why the couple times that I went and saw um, tr- training camp with them. When, when receivers would drop passes at Peyton through them, they had this look on their face like they disappointed their father. It was right. the weirdest shit. They would be like, sorry, Peyton, man, I'll get it next time. Like, it was well, like... See, 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 <laughs> like there's, we talked about it. There is no yeah. next time. Like, pack it up. You're, <laughs> You're done. done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, How do you think the Lions are looking this year? You think they're going to be all right? 
I'm not I'm not talking shit. Yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I appreciate it. It's uh, I think if you're optimistic as a Lions fan, this is a five to six win team. You said Goff is looking he, pretty good, right? He looks okay. Uh, you know, they're playing against some second string talent. They're pretty devoid of talent in the wide mm-hmm. receiver room right now. Amon yeah. Ross St. Brown's their best receiver. And it's not close. And that guy was like a fourth round pick this year, third or fourth, that uh, fourth. Uh, he looks good. I think if you're optimistic, it's a five to six win team. I think if you're realistic, it's probably a three to four win team. So you think like and five and 12 how, or six and 11? Like, I, no, the Lions, Lions are the very best. It's like a, a five and 12, six and 11 team. I think realistically, you're looking at about a four and 13 team. Yeah. This one's a, a real rebuild year. They're like, they're devoid of skill, positional player talent right now. And that comes due to fat Patricia. And that's not something you build up quickly. And so what they're what they're building up right now are the fucking Molly Hogs out there. They're going to kick some ass because you, you build from the inside out with these things. You yep. know, it's the, it's the whole it's overused and a lot of people like shit on it because teams have done otherwise and done okay. But you know, you, you win football in the trenches. So that's where you start building. And then you pick those skilled position players where it's appropriate. Like you don't, because like, what the fuck does it matter if you have a Megatron, if you have a fucking turnstile of an offensive line, your quarterback's yeah. not going to be able to throw to Just like the so, Cowboys did building that offensive line, then getting Zeke. Yeah. Getting and that's when they started to look yeah. good. And so, I mean, it's it's going to be – there's going to be a lot of Lions fans there and be like, this fucking sucks, fire Dan Campbell. I don't know. We'll see how Dan Campbell works out. Mm-hmm. I think he's fucking hysterical. I don't know how great of a coach he'll be, but at least he makes you want to run through a wall for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're not going to see, like, a great improvement from last year for the record, but you're going to see improvement in specific positions and players, which is what you want to see. A lot of Lions fans are going to be miserable – I'll just be happy not to have to watch that defense from last year ever again. And a coach like that coming in and changing the culture the way that he is, I feel like you have to give him at least three or four years to really oh, 100%. see if that changes. At, at the very it's least, like you give him, yeah. At the very least, you give this guy three years. Yeah, I mean, you have to give these guys time to really. I mean. Urban Meyer might be the exception because he might be a dumpster fire right away. You never know. Yeah, I mean, Urban Meyer like Chip will Kelly. end up leaving. We all yeah, like Chip Kelly. Like Chip Kelly. That's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah I mean. knew it was bad. Yeah, yeah. and you could, you could see from the moves they do because, like, those were very – Chip Kelly was very similar to Matt Patricia, not in coaching style, but in the way that they came in. They had a team that was meh. I mean, like, okay, I like the Lions were playoff mm-hmm. contenders. You know, like the Eagles could compete. And they went, you don't fit – my vision of this team, I'm going to blow it the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And then they blew it up and tried to rebuild their vision. And it looked worse. Yeah, remember the dream Significant, team? Yeah. Significantly <laughs> worse. And then you're like, you know, Chip Kelly's out there cutting players. Well, they got gang affiliations. Okay, bro. Like fucking, you could just say he's Marvin black. Harrison. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, go so on. Most of the uh, university of Florida team. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's saying this shit and it's like, Cool. Who fought? Is it affecting football? Yeah, is it even true, Chip? Yeah, they're like adults. You, you're just, just making cares. shit up. I don't Seriously. give a fuck. No, I couldn't care less if my star quarterback was in a gang. Don't care. I just, if I was right. see that, Mark, Aaron Hernandez. Does it affect my team? No, exactly. Right. Have they been arrested? Have they committed a crime? Can no. you prove that there's anything there? Or do you just not like them when they're just a little bit not white, Chip Kelly? Because really, <laughs> that's what it looks like. From the outside in, when that's you look funny. at that, yeah, I mean, he—that's funny, dude. Yeah, I remember. Uh, they was Chip Kelly the one that made the decision to get rid of McNabb for Rick? Was it that year when he when they traded him to uh, Washington and then made Vic the starter? Honestly, I know, I know, I know. Vince Young backed up Vic at one point. I'm just wondering if that was the year before, because I think Chip Kelly's the one that brought in Namdi Asamoa and. Um, I know they got Vince yeah, Young. They traded, yeah. Then they got Darren, awesome. Darren Sproles or something. Yeah, they. I mean, they on paper they looked good, but they gave up a they, lot. Uh, well, the what was it? One of them said said the the thing you're not supposed to. The dream team. Yeah, that was Vince that. Young. Yeah, Vince yeah. Young was. They were like, you know, with me, with Namdi, and then a few other guys that picked up. I can't remember who they are. He goes, you know, one could say dream team. 
And I'm like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, and then that suck. year, he hurts himself on a contactless injury and throws a pick while he's going down. It's like, ah. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was the same year with Chip Kelly. No, you okay. have to remember. No, but, uh, for all that it's worth. Breaking news. Harrison Smith? Uh, Harrison Smith just got fucking re-signed for four more years. 64 mil. Damn. wonder how much of that's guaranteed. There seems to be a lot more guaranteed money <laughs> nowadays. With that franchise, a fuck ton. <laughs> <laughs> they, give, they give out guarantees like that shit's candy. Didn't they pay Cook last year or the year before or something like that? Yeah, he's got paid. Yeah. And he got paid with more yeah. guarantees than you'd want to give. I was watching a, I was watching a video yesterday about DeMarco Murray, um like what happened to him. I didn't it's crazy. You not that you forget about these guys, but you forget how good they were at a moment. They did rush for 1800 yards playing for the Dallas Cowboys and 3 3 years later he's out of the league. Crazy. Yeah, they they pushed it. He had the most touches in the league that year. 400 and, and like close. Yeah. 436 I think I like, said on like, the video. Like the amount of carries where it, borderline yeah. becomes abusive it, it it's, really it's like when you leave a pitcher in for like 120 plus pitches exactly. it's like that shit but all year that's why um because the article i found was talking about demarco murray and how it pertains to people like Le'Veon bell and todd Gurley. um they said that you know there aren't backs like that anymore that deserve that money because they can't stay healthy and that's why people you know, Greg and I got into a debate about this before. Receiver versus running back. Who, what position would you want to play if you were an elite uh, athlete? You know, receiver every day. Yeah, you know, and I agree. I just, you know, I like that play style. Um, but you know, having those four hundred and something touches, most people don't even have a hundred carries nowadays. I mean, that's a lot of carries nowadays to have a hundred carries because. Uh, teams have realized that, you know, having a workhorse back that has all those carries and all those touches just isn't smart. Unless you have someone like Adrian Peterson in their prime, and even he got banged up. You can't rely on someone that much because it's not the same as having your starting receiver out there running routes every play. He's yeah. not getting blasted by people you, all the time. Or you have these guys where you're giving them 200, 300 touches a year, yes. and you're not giving them a second contract because you know you just beat the fuck out of them uh-huh. during that first contract. So you go, oh, yeah. We tossed the third on you. Cool. We're not investing anything yeah. more. We got, you know, we got 800 touches out of you on this contract. Yeah. Have fun going elsewhere. Your fucking knees are busted and you're useless. Basically, CJ Anderson, basically what happened with him, they used him as a workhorse back. And then as soon as he wanted to get a little bit, it was like $10 million. It wasn't even, I don't even think it was that much. It was, it wasn't, it was pretty, you know, reasonable, reasonable. I thought. Yeah. And they just, they said, nope, you're, you're going to be injury prone. And he was, as soon as he got to LA or where, I think it's where he signed, he just, he <laughs> they, was injury prone like, immediately. They're like, you're going to be injury prone. And it's like, yeah, be, because of you though. And they're like, it's, I, you know, I don't exactly. make the rules, bro. It's yeah. just, <laughs> like, unless you're a D lineman or a receiver, basically any other position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> running backs are tough to sign Any, and get paid, man. Anything Feel besides like him. safety. Running backs yeah. and safeties are disrespected in the market oh, when it comes to pay. 100%. 100%. And, 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 and other people that are disrespected are the tight ends that don't play tight end. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, remember when Jimmy Graham was trying to get paid like a receiver and they had this whole <laughs> hearing about whether or not he was a receiver or not? They went through all his plays and mm-hmm. found like a certain percentage had to be out. It was so stupid. Like, dude, he's your number one pass catcher. Pay, pay him it. like it. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Well, it's always, the, it's always the negotiating tactic with like yeah. the franchise tags now because you, you'll have, you'll have these Jamal edges. Adams. Yeah, you'll have yeah. the edges and they go, like, fuck, I'm, I'm an outside linebacker. And they're like, no, the end. Yeah. Like, no, I'm like I'm a fucking edge. And like, not the end. Like, dude, if if you take this any further, I'll put down DT as the designation. Fucking watch me. God. Like, no. <clears throat> Man, that would be brutal. Yeah. I'm some, damn. I mean, well, I mean it some... happened with Jamal Adams. He was trying to. He was like, no, I'm a linebacker. I yeah. play in the box. Like, how many like, percentage yeah. of the plays? But like strong safety. And I agree yeah. he's a linebacker. <laughs> I would call him he a is. linebacker. He, he's a, literally that's what he coverage, fucking does. How much coverage fucking snaps does he have? Not enough. <laughs> I can tell you Warren Sapp had more interceptions in his career than uh, Jamal Adams currently does. So <laughs> Speaking of, I was watching uh, a video about like the two, 2007 or 2010. or I don't know. It was, two, it was 10 years ago, 2011. That B.J. Raji pick six. <laughs> that was fun to watch. Man. I always love to see the big guys with it. Hell yeah, man. Hey, but uh, is there any... Oh, so next week I'm on my cruise. I won't be here. 
so you guys, so you guys can fancy pants. Yeah. So you guys know well, how to do it by yourself or whatever. Uh, whatever you want to do. We'll um, be on a. F- oh. We're gonna be on a boat. Oh really? In yeah. the ocean. You guys going like deep sea fishing or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Oh cool. Well, this one will come out next week, so we're good. We don't have to do one next week. But what I was thinking of, since the season's gonna start, um, the only games I think we're gonna miss. Do you guys want to make picks for the week one games? Yes. Okay, so I know we, that we, we got it's going to be a competition. And I want to put fucking money on this competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner take all. Gambling is illegal. It's gamble not gambling. Resp- gamble gambling. responsibly. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but uh, we're we're going to do pickums every single week. Uh, you got to put. So we're going to do an entire. You're going to do one, and then on the Sunday night game. You have to put a score on it, and that'll be the tiebreaker. Why wouldn't it be Monday night? Because Monday night games are sometimes shit. Okay. Yeah, um, so that's why you would put the that's why you put the score on there because it's a shit show as far as scoring. Okay, Monday then. Does anybody want to write what about down? Saturday? I think the best way to do it would be just to make a Google, I was gonna make, I'll, Google I'll make Sheets a, doc, yeah, I'll make and then Google we just sheets. insert our okay. shit. And then I'm gonna screenshot I'll put that, I'll it put that for together you guys right now. Editing okay. it. I'll wait. I'll put, I'll put that together right now. And then okay, we'll. Cool. Yeah. Big, so you guys can... big question for you guys before tonight with the draft. So the draft's at 6 p.m. our time, right, Greg? Six, six or 7:30. Seven. What the fuck? Yeah, it's 8:30 my time. I think. I have no clue uh, how much draft I, is. I bet you can guess who fucking. <laughs> that okay. What? Yeah. I I got it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven, seven my time. See, so you, you guys watching the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight tonight? No. I probably will. 